Welcome to the Growing in Greatness podcast with your host, Gwendolyn Singletary. We bring relevant insights, actionable strategies, and connections to resources to inspire you to explore your potential and become the best version of yourself in business and personally. So take charge and commit to growth. Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. And remember, you deserve to see your own greatness. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Happy, happy Monday. I'm excited again to be here. This is really great. Over the last few weeks, we were worried about this heat, but by the grace of God, we're still all here. We're doing well. I promised you I would bring him back, and he is back here with me again this Monday to talk about generating wealth. We're going to go a little bit more into the holistic piece of his thought process of how about generating wealth. I'm talking about Stephen Stack. This is a young 30-plus-year-old millionaire who has no debt, his six-figure house is paid for, and he is willing to help other people learn what he's done, how he's doing it. He will consult with you. He's going to give you his web information, his social media information at the end of the show, and you'll be able to reach out to him and, 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 and talk with him individually. It, trust me, trust me, trust me. It's worth your time. It's worth your effort to try to connect with this young man who is very, very impressive, uh, who talked about how he has been able to be successful and how he's willing to share. So, Stephen, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy to have you. Um, everybody's been interested. I've got some good comments uh, this week about our last show. And, uh, you know, I had to have you back uh, at least this one time. So we were talking a little bit about the attributes. We went through so many things the last show. So if you didn't hear the last show, go back and get it. Never had so good Apple, iHeart, Podcaster, all the ways you get your podcast, go and uh, listen to it. Um, but you're not right now, listen to the gentleman right now in, in live and in person. Like what I say, you can call in if you want to, to ask him a question. And that number, of course, is 515 602 Once again, 515-602-9796. You can call in. But, Stephen, let's talk a little bit more about this whole piece about uh, great attributes, major attributes, and some of your holistic views on how you handle wealth management and developing and developing and creating your own wealth. Yeah, so it's uh, like one of the things that I'm that I'm often saying, uh, especially when I get opportunities to uh, speak in front of people, is that I believe that wealth goes beyond our bank accounts to the person that we're becoming. And the reality is a lot of stuff with, with money uh, or, or wealth as things that come to our mind, like a lot of it really doesn't have a lot to do with the actual money itself. I mean, when, when I think about what it means to live a wealthy life, um, I think about, have an impact. Um, I think about taking care of my body, of you know, health as well, um, to give me every opportunity to be here as, as long as the days that have been planned for me. Um, as as a, a man of faith, I think I think about 
you know, faith-oriented things as well and thinking about my fellow man uh, and woman as far as being a giver, being generous to others. Um, so there's there's so many things about quote-unquote wealth building, which, by the way, these things can help you to actually build material wealth, like having like being well in your in your mind and your body and in your soul and your spirit like it it can help you to be sharper at the things that you are doing that help you to generate uh wealth whether it be on on your job and your business uh and having wisdom to allocate the monies that you get from that to investments uh to things that can help really just increase uh, the, you know, the quality of your life and the quality of the lives of those that are around you. So I, there's just so many aspects of it that I think about um, that don't just come down to just pure dollars and cents. And, you know, I'm feeling that for you. I'm feeling it and I'm loving it. And that's one reason why to have you on the show because, because of your, thought process and what you just said. Um, you know, it's interesting you say that you're a man of faith. I'm a woman of faith. I want to say a great woman of faith. And I, but I find for so many people mm. who um, uh, proclaim to be Christians and, 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 and love thy neighbor and all that, they get embarrassed by wealth. You know, they get embarrassed mm. about the fact that I don't want people to think I'm showing off or, you know, people who are seeking wealth or, you know, they're not being godly. And I love what you're saying because, uh, the wealth that you uh, are able to acquire is good for you to better your body, um, your ex- right exercise, give you time. It buys that time for you, which is huge. But you also have the ability mm-hmm. to give other folks, other causes. You know, um, you can't, you know, help your church grow that much without, of course, prayers, everything. But, you know, if you had some money, you can make mm-hmm. that, that church bus you know, work a little bit better. You'll be able to help uh, uh, pay that pay that mortgage down some. And, you know, things like maybe your child's school and, you know, other nonprofit organizations, which you have in wealth, you have the means to do the work of the Lord. Right. But right. certain people who are, I just think right. that's interesting that people who, a lot of people have, you know, have a, a, a problem with that if they, could, if they consider to be a people of faith. Yeah, and, and, and there's so many, there's, there's so many things that are connected to that. So, uh, like you'll there, there's a passage where it talks about where where uh, a person's treasure is, their hearts. There mm-hmm. also, um, mm-hmm. we will see where people uh, will sometimes incorrectly say things such as uh, "money is the root of all evil," when what it actually says is the love of money exactly. is the root the of all of kinds money. of evil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, which. Mm-hmm which the way I would want people to hear that and really internalize that is to say, um, we don't want to do anything to get money. Like that's, that's, that is not the right kind of mentality to have. Like if you're willing to do wrong by people to get money, that's a bad place to be at. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be, like sometimes we get that out of balance of feeling like either if you're uh either you're if you're wealthy then you're evil 
or if you're wealthy, they must mean you're an amazing person or the, or the opposite of all, oh, man, if you're, if you're poor, it means that you're more pious, you're more godly, or that you're doing something wrong. Uh, when, when the reality is, I mean, some of the most wealthiest people I've ever met are some of the kindest, most generous with their resources and their time. And I've seen, seen the opposite be true on both ends of the spectrum. So it, Money is morally neutral. It really has more to do with the what is the person who has it, what are they, what's the state of, of their being. Mm-hmm. But the, the money itself is not, it's not uh, evil or necessarily good. It's what are you going to do with it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that can be freeing for people, especially people of faith who may have had some, you know, negative experiences um, with that. And so they've kind of associated some possibly some incorrect, you know, thoughts or beliefs with it. You know, um, to that same point, um, I enjoyed this part. We talked earlier when you we talked about the show and you being on it. I like the concept I want you yeah. to share with you about um, buying back your time. The time management, the benefits yes. of wealth also a factor in uh, buying back your time, make a better use of your time. So share that concept with with the audience. Yeah. So that to to me, that is by far one of the most valuable things that comes from being able to amass or build wealth is is really being able to own your time. And what I mean by that is is being able to get to a space where you're you're doing the things that you desire to do. So whether that be from from a work or business standpoint in, in your day to day life, uh, you have more time to spend with the people you really would like to spend time with. Whether that be you know like loved ones, family, friends. It gives you more time to actually be able to think. So some of the the best ideas I've ever had have come resting on vacation. So I'm I'm not having to be busy, go, 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 go all the time. I actually have time to slow down and think and process what's going on because I'm able to own my time and you may be in a space where you're listening and you're saying, "Hey, well, I'm not a I'm not a millionaire yet, so I don't feel like I own my time." Well, you don't have to be a millionaire to start owning your time. So, even when I was talking on the last show about uh, setting goals and you know debt repayment plans and, and really really trying to establish like a monthly spending plan or a budget that can help you move towards owning your time because if you're saying, okay, now I'm more so dictating where my dollars go, that can help you be in a space where where now you're not just aimlessly spending your money and your time on stuff that doesn't really matter, but now you're being more uh, deliberate and more intentional to say, hey, no, this is what I'm looking to do 
so that I can own my time a little bit more today. But even more so, as you start to build wealth, you can own it more in the future because every every bit where you're building and you're growing your wealth, now you're starting to buy your time back off the back end of of work that you would have done. So for some of you who are listening, you may be, let's, let's say if right now you're 25 years away from quote-unquote retiring, there may be decisions that you could make financially that can cut five years off of that or 10 years off of that, which that may not seem like a lot, but that is a ton Mm -hmm. to be able to do that, to say, okay, man, I'm, I'm getting to own more of my time. And a lot of people, and now I'm, I'm just going to go here for a second. So oftentimes what I will hear and push back, to asking people to be more intentional about their decisions today that will impact tomorrow is I'll hear people say things like, ah, oh, man, well, 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 what if I don't live that long? Or, hey, you know, you only live once. YOLO. You only live once. Um, what I would say to that is, but what if you do live that long? Mm-hmm. Now what? Right. And and the reality is, yes, tomorrow is not promised. But everyone who is listening to this right now, Mm -hmm. this was once tomorrow. What you're listening to today Mm -hmm. is now tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So 15 years ago, there were people telling you, Hey man, you only live once. Don't worry about planning for the future. You may not be here. Well, guess what? 15 years passed and you're here. And so much of what your life looks like right now and what my life looks like right now is a collection and combination of the decisions that we made over the past 5, 10, and 15 years. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully, hopefully, and I do believe that there will be people who are hearing what is being said, that they will make a conscious decision and effort to say, I'm drawing a line in the sand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start making decisions right here, right now, today, that are going to help me to own more of my time in the present but significantly more in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, that brings me to two points um, that I want to bring up. And one is about, both of them about time, but what you just said, um, you know, people say, well, I'm, I'm living for the day, I mean, I live tomorrow. And you might not, but guess what? In most cases, you have a loved one that will still be here. Whether it's mm-hmm. a child or whatever, friends or family, you know, I think we're such too selfish. When you say something like, well, I want, you only live once, and da, da, but I still would like to be able to, my life impacts someone else's positively. So it's another mm. thought. When you're thinking that way, let's think about not just you, but you may not make it, but somebody else will. And then what you've left for them to continue their legacy or to help them on. Um, the other thing about mm. time is one of my biggest issues because people who know me well know how I feel about my time. Um, I have 
stop being friends with people because they abused my time. Because I always say you get money back and get time back. So that real is a secret for me. And so what I think people need to also say to at this point, start thinking about the things that suck your time out. Little things like 15, 20 minutes on social media a couple times a day. You know what mm. I'm saying? Or uh, little things like, um, you know, watching, binge watching television every other night. Now, I'm not saying you can't binge watch sometime. I'm not saying you can be on social media. But you look at those little things like that that you do that kind of suck your time in. And when you add it all up, it's quite a bit of time you've lost doing frivolous stuff, especially when you're in the mindset of trying to grow and build. You can do more frivolous mm. stuff, I guess, you already got those seven figures in the bank. But when you're trying to get those seven figures, especially for yourself and for others, I've learned for me is to be more cognizant, if you will, more particular with what I spend my time with. I don't want to spend the time on just on the phone, and it's not good anyway, to gossip. I'm not getting anything out of that. I really kind of get to a place where, you know, am I going to get a whole lot of this conversation? No, let me just walk on and do something else, you know? I think that's something people need to think about, how you use your time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there were, there's, there's multiple things I want to respond to that, to that you said that were so good. Uh, you, you spoke about family and the, the thought that, Hey, even, even if, even if tomorrow doesn't come for us, that there's going to be people who are still going to be here surviving us. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, my grandfather, and I don't mind sharing this, my grandfather was born in 1897. I was born just barely after he had passed, so I never actually got to meet him in person. And even though he was not a man of significant material wealth, there were decisions and sacrifices that he made that I benefited from of just just him being the person that he was. So I'm not even talking about financial stuff, uh, but he made decisions that very much impacted my life. And so for for some of you who may be listening and saying, hey, I don't have a whole bunch of money to be able to pass down, pass down what you can so mm-hmm. you can you can – Make some better decisions on the financial end today, but don't discount the non-financial things that mm-hmm. you can pass down, like love, joy, and peace, and diligence, and and you know what I mean like just patience and character and all these things that are going to be the things that actually drive being able to build wealth. Because I would argue that to leave your children or your children's children with a ton of wealth but without the character and integrity to be able to sustain it that you possibly actually left them with a curse because you've just given them a bunch of resources for them to do harm, great harm to themselves and others. Amen. (laughs) I've seen it happen. You're absolutely right. Go on. I'm sorry, Stephen. Right. Right. No, no, it's good. I just, I just want to pause it because I just think it's so in, important. Sometimes we discount the things that we already do have. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 
like a, a thing I'll hear often with parents is they're like, hey, you know, I want to, I want my kids to have the things that I didn't have, and I and I love that thought of doing that, and I'm and I'm great with that. I, I just always like to remind, don't forget to give them the things you did have, right, that helped shape you and mold you powerfully good ways um, for them to be able to get those things as well. And then the stuff you're talking about, about the time wasters, mm-hmm. uh, and you're spot on with all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm someone, I, I actually do like sports. Like I'm, I'm a fan. I'm, uh, like, uh, yeah, I'm a former athlete <laughs> once upon a time, played a bunch of different sports, uh, love football and basketball and, you know, all these different things. And yet, if your favorite player could be LeBron or Steph or whomever for basketball, um, or or you know if it's football, whomever you love, your favorite quarterback. Um, if you have more passion around what they're doing with their lives in their sport and what's happening in your own home and you haven't reached the level that you want to be at, I'm just going to friendly and nicely, gently challenge you to rethink how you're spending your time and where where your thoughts and passions are. Because those people winning a championship or a playoff game or series while it may be great and it gives you a good feeling, the things that you do that can directly impact your family, I, I, I promise you they'll feel much better. Amen. And you know, that, that 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 says a lot. I think that said it all. Thank you so much. We're going to close this session out because our time is running away, but I want to give Steve a little bit of time. Tell people, once again, how to catch you on your website, and social media, and I also know you do seminars and workshops as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and about, if you want, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ways to connect with me. Um, a very simple, easy way. My website is just Stephen with a V S T E V E N L Stack dot com and Stack like a stack of boxes. S T A C K. Um, you can go there. You can see different things that I may have done, um, or, or you can actually fill out like a contact form to contact me. It comes to me. I'll actually see it and respond. Um, and just, just that's a way to be able to connect with me. I do social media as well. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, which the handle. For all of those, it's just at stacking with stack. Um, So those are ways to connect with me or just get some general regular encouragement um, just around things around finance and life that ultimately will encourage you to, to build wealth in a sustainable way. Excellent. Now, a person wants to have you come speak at a group, a seminar, a workshop. How they do that? Go online and just um, inbox you. Yeah, yeah, you could you could do that. Uh, I'd probably say the easiest way would be to uh, contact me uh, through the website. Again, you can spell out like a contact form, and and that will ultimately get to me, and and we can speak uh, 
of you know what what it is that you're looking for, uh, whether it's you know larger group, smaller group, or or what have you. So that's an easy way to get me. Right. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for being with us this week and last week, and you have done some great stuff. We'll keep talking. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to want to have you back. Um, I wish you continued success. I love what you're doing. I love your concepts. Um, and so you know, I'm, I'm just proud, a proud young man who's doing a great job, and that always makes me happy. So, guys, go ahead, and the day is the day. Monday is Monday, and another opportunity to go out and be great. So thank you so much for listening. Please hit me up on social media. Wherever you get your iPods, I'm there as well. Look forward to you. Have a blessed week. Thank you. Welcome to the Growing in Greatness podcast with your host, Gwendolyn Singletary. We bring relevant insights, actionable strategies, and connections to resources to inspire you to explore your potential and become the best version of yourself in business and personally. So take charge and commit to growth. Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. And remember, you deserve to see your own greatness.